Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. The healthcare system responds to Hurricane Harvey. FDA approves this country's first CAR T cell therapy, and a popular drug for type 2 diabetes gets a new indication. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care. I'm Laura Jose. Hurricane Harvey slammed into the Texas coastline late Friday and dumped 52 inches of rain over Houston in four days, creating what appears to be the most expensive natural disaster in American history. The storm forced healthcare giants like MD Anderson Cancer Center and Baylor College of Medicine to temporarily close. HHS Secretary Dr. Tom Price declared a public health emergency in Texas, easing some documentation requirements for Medicare patients. And Texas insurance regulators called on payers to lift restrictions so patients could be treated out of network without the need for prior authorization. For more, visit AJMC.com. This week, Texas hospitals used social media to recruit nurses from around the country to travel to Houston to volunteer in hospitals in the flood zone. AJMC's Christina Matina spoke with members of the New Jersey Nurses Association who left Thursday for Bay Area Regional Medical Center in Webster, Texas, to treat the injured and offer relief to nurses who have been working around the clock. When the call went out on Facebook to give a week of their time to hurricane victims, these 50 nurses said yes quickly. Alexia Nalette finished nursing school at Seton Hall a year ago. I was sitting in the med room with a coworker, and I saw it, and I immediately said, I have, to, I have to go. For Janet Martinez, the trip will offer a chance to return to Texas. She expects patients may have trouble keeping up with chronic illness because of the flooding. It means a lot. I actually went to school in Texas for nursing, um, so it's a great opportunity to help you know, anybody in need, and no matter where they're from, actually. While working in a hurricane zone will be a first-time experience for Nalette and Martinez, others, like Kay Common from Christiana Care in Delaware, have been on relief trips before. Common described the patients she expects to see. I don't really, I probably, a lot of people stress-induce injuries and um, pain and um, issues like that. Um, and um, they probably just have the regular patients that were there before the storm that, you know, need to be taken care of. The New Jersey Hospital Association organized the trip on just two days' notice after a member whose son runs Bay Area Regional asked President and CEO Betsy Ryan if she could help recruit nursing staff. Ryan offered advice to other health systems around the country if they want to provide relief for hospitals in the flood zone. Well, they they have to work on their staffing to make sure they're not leaving any holes in their uh, staffing at the the local facilities. But from talking to the nurses this morning, they said their bosses were very supportive, very encouraging. Some of them are texting photos to their uh, home base this morning, showing them what's going on. And while most of those who left Teterboro Airport outside New York City were nurses, the group also included emergency medical physician Dr. James Pruden a veteran of the state's urban search and rescue team who worked during Hurricane Katrina and the 9-11 attacks. I expect to see the very same kind of cases I see in my emergency department at uh, St. Joe's and Patterson, but I expect that uh, I'm going to be working in an environment where the nurses are tired, the doctors are tired, and there's an opportunity to relieve the people who have been working for hard for a long time. This is Christina Matina reporting. FDA this week approved the first gene therapy in the United States. The CAR T cell therapy 
will be sold by Novartis to treat B-cell precursor acute lymphoblastic leukemia. The treatment re-engineers a patient's own white blood cells to attack the tumor cells and offers a customized approach for patients with few other options. Said FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb, we're entering a new frontier in medical innovation with the ability to reprogram a patient's own cells to attack a deadly cancer. New technologies such as gene and cell therapies hold out the potential to transform medicine and create an inflection point in our ability to treat and even cure many intractable illnesses. The type 2 diabetes therapy liraglutide gained a new indication last week when FDA approved the drug, sold by Novo Nordisk as Victoza, for reducing the risk of heart attack, stroke, and cardiovascular death in adults who have type 2 diabetes and known cardiovascular disease. Liraglutide, which is also sold in a higher dose to treat obesity, is only the second diabetes drug and the first GLP-1 receptor agonist to receive a cardiovascular indication. The first drug to receive the indication was the SGLT2 inhibitor, empagliflozin, but the approval for liraglutide is broader, covering both the prevention of cardiovascular events and death. Finally, results presented at the European Society of Cardiology last weekend included findings from the COMPASS trial, which found that rivaroxaban plus aspirin has significant benefits for patients with stable coronary artery disease or peripheral artery disease. The benefits support using both drugs in low doses in combination, according to results that were also published in the New England Journal of Medicine. For full coverage of the ESC meeting from Barcelona, Spain, visit AJMC.com. For all of us at the Managed Markets News Network, I'm Laura Jost. Thanks for joining us.